Welcome to Nerd Off, a weekly trivia podcast brought to you by Highball Trivia. Two contestants will face off in 10 categories. Each player will wager 10 or 20 points for their opponent on every question. If a player gets the question right, they get the points. If they get it wrong, their opponent gets the points. At the end of regulation, players will each face two final questions, one in each player's specialty. To earn their wager, which can be any or all of the points they've earned so far, players have to get both questions correct. Now here's your host, Andrew Buxbaum. All right, so we have a fantastic show for you today. Uh, there's actually stakes on the line here. Not actual stakes, Ooh, guys. Stakes. Don't, yeah, mm. don't uh, don't get too hungry. Although if you come out, I will grill for you. That's not a problem. Um, you know, we were talking in our poker chat, and uh, these guys want a nerd off T-shirt. Uh, I've got uh, one left unclaimed of the first little batch that I made. And uh, they're going to battle it out. This is the battle of the extra large T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's uh, going to be a, a battle between two of my favorite saints here, uh, Luke and Paul. <laughs> uh, Paul, why don't you introduce yourself first since you're from Jersey? Morning, Paul McLaughlin. Yep. Currently from Jersey. Uh, there's a strong chance that this will be my last podcast recording as a Jerseyite. Uh we are now five weeks out from the closing date on our new home in Pittsburgh. Uh, so hopefully all goes well with that, and I will be bidding adieu to the Garden State. Well, Paul, you can take the boy out of Jersey, but you can't take the Jersey out of the boy. You will always be a Jerseyite. Oh, I, absolutely. And one of my, I have this little written list of, okay, things I got to get done before we leave. And one of them is to get a Jersey tattoo. Oh, Nice. Very nice. It's always going to be home. <clears throat> and coming to you from Gurney, Illinois, it's Gary. Ma oh, no, wait, no, sorry. It's the other Gurney guy. Uh, Luke, why don't you introduce yourself? I will always be happy to be the other Gurney guy when compared to Gary Middleton. Hey, uh, Luke Leavenworth, high school math teacher and administrator from the Chicago area, Gurney specifically, uh, and excited to be on my first episode with you. Cool. Uh, I, uh, I've only found an appreciation for teachers now that I'm not in school. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll take it anytime we can get. Yep. Yep. But, uh, you guys do very important work for not nearly enough money. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully, uh, you know, I, I, I can get you a t-shirt today. Cause well, I was going to say that's, that's why I'm on the show. This, this is, this doesn't have a cash prize. That's not true. No, it has a t-shirt prize, which has a cash oh. value of a uh, 1399. Oh. All right. <laughs> It's like three weeks pay. I know, right? As a teacher, yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to kick things off uh, as we normally do with uh, question one. You know, I figure we'll start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. And it's going to be in the category of sports ball. Paul, what do you think Luke knows about sports ball? I think Luke is pretty good at sports. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to give him a 10 on this. They give him a 10. And for Paul? Yeah, we're going to return the favor and do a 10-pointer there. Yeah. Paul's pretty good at sports. Depends good. upon the sport. Well, yeah. He, his, he, either, he either knocks it out of the park or completely whiffs. I don't think Paul has a middle ground on sports. Ironically, you use baseball analogies on both of those. And if you ask me a baseball question, well, just give Luke the points already. Yep, that's uh, that's that's kind of where I was going with where you whiff at. Um, all right. Uh, so we're going to kick this one off with Paul. 
Paul, you're going first on our odds. Uh, Luke, you're going first on our evens. I got to write that down so I remember it. Paul, Luke, Paul, Luke, Paul, Luke. All right. I feel like I'm writing the Bible just by writing down Paul and Luke over and over again. All right. Um, So, Paul, the Denver Nuggets are in the NBA Finals. One of their more famous pass players selected just two picks after LeBron recently retired, finishing with 28,289 points, good for ninth on the all-time scoring list. He finished his career coming off the bench for the Lakers. Who is he? Uh, yeah, basketball beyond the Knicks is a pretty, uh, pretty weak spot for me. Uh, I am going to mm, Nuggets. I, I The only name that's coming to me that might fit this is uh, Jokovic. Okay, Jokovic is incorrect. It's kind of ironic that you said basketball outside the Knicks is beyond you. Because he spent his first eight years in Denver, but then the next six years in New York. This is oh, Carmelo Anthony. Christ. <laughs> the second best number 15 in Denver Nuggets history after you. <laughs> That's right. After the. Okay. All right. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. So, Luke, your question in this category is Americans love soccer so much. So, here's a soccer question. This team, nicknamed the Blues, just won the English Premier League for the fifth time in the last six years, with only Liverpool splitting up their streak. How recent are we talking when you say just one? Uh, last weekend. Oh, no. And then four of the previous five years before that? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Chelsea, but I don't think that's right. It is not right. It is Manchester City. Okay. So good news. You both have points. <laughs> but they both came from your opponent. Okay. Take them out where we can get them. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yep. Your second category is going to be in current events. Thank you. Thank you, Jeffrey Sigurton, for your Trivia Mastery Initiative current events uh, PDF every week. Um, Luke, what do you think Paul knows about current events? Paul is so smart. I'm going to keep going with tens until we, we get something else. All right. That's, that's actually, yeah, I was actually just talking the other day about how smart Paul is, believe it or not. Um, with a, yeah, with a person well, I believe Illinois. it not. <laughs> Gary and I were talking about it. Um, all right. And Paul, what about for Luke? <clears throat> all right. Well, since he just missed a current event sports question, I'm going to apply that logic here, and I'm going to go 20. Ooh, all right. <clears throat> all right, well, Luke, this retailer hit a bullseye when putting out a large number of Pride products this year. <laughs> However, they faced backlash from conservatives, and after much damage and threats to employees, they decided to pull much of the merchandise off the shelves. Now the other side is taking aim at them. Bullseye, you say? Taking aim, you say? Uh, I hope it's Target, because I don't have any other ends. Well, it is, in fact, Target. Thanks, yeah, that Paul. question needed to be about four words long. <laughs> well, I I, uh, I put all those... Well, A, it's the second question of the game. But B, you know, I, I don't need someone emailing in, well, this retailer also pulled stuff. So yeah. it's like, okay, well, this is abundantly clear that I'm talking about Target. <laughs> Abundantly is the word here. <laughs> oh, don't worry. You're getting yeah. one too, Paul. Mm. <clears throat> All right, Paul. 
This European-based company also has faced recent boycotts regarding a transgender building set that they released a year ago. (laughs) Well, I hadn't heard about this, but European company building set Lego? It is Lego. Hmm. Yeah, the conservative uh, the conservative haters are really on top of their game. They're boycotting a company that released something a year ago. We should assign them 20 points in current events. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Yeah, to be clear, Nerdoff does not care what your politics are as long as you don't hate people for no fucking reason. You're here. <laughs> Amen. Well, right. I definitely need a good reason for me to hate you. Draw. <laughs> I think you can you can hate me without good reason. I'm from Jersey. That's a good reason for a lot of people. <laughs> no, that's that's not hate. That's just a loving self, a loving loathe. <laughs> well, here's a here's a fun category for you guys. This is going to be current events, but it's not about current events necessarily. It, they're both aquatic uh, questions, so it's current events in a different oh. sense. Very, I thought, um, I thought there were going to be a questions about electricity, about electrical things. Uh, that's category four. Current red berries. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did three current events in a row, and they're all different currents. Okay, um, I'm a smartass. Uh, so, uh, Paul, Love what do you it. think Luke knows about aquatic things? No idea. So, when in doubt, go 10. When in doubt, pull out. Uh, <laughs> Luke, what about for Paul? Um, he's closer to the coast than I am, so I'm going to go 10 also. Once you, once you move inland to Pittsburgh, uh, Paul, we'll, we'll change that to 20. Hey, got a lot of rivers out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that makes for some good fishing out there, Paul. All right. Well, these current event questions about current stuff also happen to be current events <laughs> yeah it's a it's a little twofer <clears throat> so paul one member of what species suspected of being a former russian spy was recently spotted in sweden well i understand that this is a current event but have no idea i've not heard anything about the this current event uh so I am just going to take a shot at dolphin. Nope, dolphins are too smart to work for the Russians. <laughs> uh, this would be a beluga whale. Uh... Yeah, this whale's been known for years. Uh, it used to be spotted back in Norway, and it had a Russian harness with a GoPro on it. <laughs> that's uh, that's their spy technology. <laughs> just strap a GoPro to an animal and let it rip. Yeah, in and Russia, these people have nukes. In Russia, whale, watch you. Yep, yep. And uh, he was recently spotted uh, hanging out in Sweden, living his best life. Retired Soviet spy. I wonder if he's been called up for the war with Ukraine. Um, All right. Well, Luke, your current event category. Members of what species have been working together in in a coordinated effort to sink ships off the Iberian coast? No word on what country they are working for. Uh, I think I've been hearing about orcas or killer killer whales doing this. You have, in fact, been hearing about orcas working together to sink ships. They've apparently taught each other and are actually well-coordinated. This is terrifying. Also a little bit cool. 
Luke, you pick up 20 points there. Paul, you pick up zero points there. So, Luke, you're jumping out to a quick lead after three questions here, 50 to 20, but it's still anyone's game because this game is wild as hell with scoring. <laughs> um, is, is he at 50? I have him at 40. Do I have a mistake here? Uh, yeah, because you wagered 20 on him in the last round, and he uh, got it right. Right. And then you each exchanged 10 points in the first oh, right. round. So okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I... you picked up 20 here. Yep. I forgot how the scoring worked in this. Okay. It's okay. It's you okay. know what? I'm it's... just going to not even try and keep scoring. <laughs> it's convoluted, and that's why I play this game sober. Because <laughs> I wouldn't be able to score my game if I had been drinking. All right. So your fourth category, current events. Questions about electricity. Oh, Paul, you were on it. Nice work. Yep. Uh, Luke, what do you think Paul knows about electricity? Uh, I know from the little time that I've spent with Paul that he has been working on his house a lot. So I'm going to give him a 10 for electrical current events. Okay. And Paul, what about for Luke? Well, yeah, I've been doing a ton of renovation on this house in the past two years. And from the beginning, I said, I said, I will do everything myself. Oh, except electrical. Yeah, we're getting an electrician. I'm not dying here. <laughs> um, you know, that is a super vague subject. And there's yeah, a... It is. L- I'm, I'm going to... You know what? I need to do some catching up. I'm trying 20. Ooh. All right. Okay. Well, Luke, nice simple question to start it off. What unit of electrical power is equivalent to one joule? You didn't say you're a science teacher, right? No, but I want I want to make sure. Could you repeat it just so I, I'm really clear yeah. on the on the units, what, please? What unit of electrical power is equal to one joule? I want so power to me is is watts, and with it being joules and not kilojoules or megajoules or anything like that, I'm going to say watt is the correct answer here. Yep. If this game had been going poorly for everyone so far, there was also an additional clue in there that I cut out. Um, I usually use the first couple of questions to suss out whether people need clues or not. <laughs> <laughs> it was originally what unit of electrical power is equal to one joule and likely has not played football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, turn it down. All right. <clears throat> so, Paul. Many fluorescent light bulbs work by vaporizing what metallic element that is liquid at room temperature? Uh, mercury. Yep. Crazy about the mercury. All right. So you both got your questions there. We're going to head into round five, which is animal kingdom. Even though the, the second current events question was kind of an animal question too. Here's an Animal Kingdom question for you. Paul, what do you think Luke knows about animals? He knew about orcas. Yes, he did, which is why he is. I am giving him 10. All right. And Luke, what about for our buddy Paul? Um, I don't know where Paul You didn't sticks. know about belugas. Yeah, but I didn't either. I would have said dolphin too. Um, I'm going to try to protect the lead a little bit and give him 10 again. Sounds good. I like a defensive play. All right, Paul. This burrowing mammal is the first animal, alphabetically speaking. Uh, aardvark. 
It is the Aardvark. Do you know what number two would be? Aardmouse? Wait a minute. That would That would be, be before. Yeah. Or that would be, be before. Why isn't the Aardmouse a... Is there an Aardmouse? Isn't there? Gary and I were looking this up because we had this question at Trivia, and he thought there was an Aardmouse, but then we couldn't find it. No, maybe not. Yeah, we can't find it. There's an Aardwolf. That would be number two. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, listeners, pay attention to that because at some point down the road, there will be a what is the second uh, animal, alphabetically speaking, to suss out who listens and who doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well. Aardvark is a correct answer, Paul. Luke. This is the fastest animal of land, air, or sea. The next fastest doesn't even come close. Land, air, or sea. Yeah, normally you get asked one or the other, but this is just the overall fastest. Super interesting. Um, I think I remember hearing about peregrine falcons like going hundreds of miles an hour in a dive. So if that counts... I'm going to say Peregrine Falcon. Well, it does count, and you are the second person from Gurney, Illinois this week to get that question correct. Two for two. Because my dumb ass tried going for California Condor. Okay. I think they're too big. Yeah, which is why I, I knew it stuck out as something in my head, and it's the largest North American bird. So that's that's why it stuck out to me. But good job on that one. Let me update our little score sheet here. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, all right. It is 80 to 40. Luke still has a lead, but it's still anyone's game because we are only heading into question six. Question six is going to be in true crime. Luke, what do you think Paul knows about true crime? I think he's a smooth criminal. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Andrew, are you okay? Are you okay, Andrew? Um, <laughs> no, no, I am not. Uh, I'm going to keep going with 10s. So they've been working. They have been. Why change up a good thing? And Paul, what about for our good friend, Luke? Uh, you know what? I've Well, I want to say, well, every time I give him a 20, he gets it right. But every time I give him a 10, he gets it right, too. So. <laughs> So I That's guess not true. you both missed the first question. Yes, yes, we did. Um, I guess I'm going to have to keep rolling with tens for now. Wait till you find your opening. Exactly. If my wife was playing, we would have to like introduce a zero category, but this, mm-hmm. this is not going to be probably a strong suit for me. All right. Well, Luke, you're up first. This killer active from 1978 to 1991 was known as a nice and quiet guy who occasionally gave sandwiches to his neighbors in Milwaukee. I don't know about it the... It wasn't Paul McLaughlin, so you're <laughs> aware. I don't know about the years, uh, but I'm just going to... I think Jeffrey Dahmer was active in Wisconsin, so I'm going to say Dahmer. It was Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, so uh, we all know what those sandwiches were. <laughs> right. Now, the, the thing is, though, if he was giving sandwiches to neighbors on multiple occasions... That means they all liked them. (laughs) Think about that one for a hot minute. (laughs) Well, maybe we are yummy. (laughs) I I think the closest thing that we supposedly taste like from like accounts from cannibals is pork. So, yeah, we are probably pretty yummy. Hmm? Um, I mean, with my food intake, I probably taste directly like pork. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, Paul. The last words of killer Gary Gilmore inspired advertising agent Dan Wyden to come up with the slogan of what company? Uh, I think his final words were just do it. So I'm going to go Nike. It is, in fact, Nike. Good point. He actually Paul. just said do it. Uh, and then Dan Wyden was inspired by that and made it just do it. I'm sure if Nike execs knew at the time that he pulled that from a killer, <laughs> it would have never been the slogan. And then who knows if we'd have the brand that we have today. Right. So uh, thank you, Gary Gilmore, for uh, being a sociopath and uh, getting us <laughs> Nike's slogan. Well, Paul, the good news is after the last question it had been 80 to 40, now it's 90 to 50, so you're less than doubled up. Yep. So you're still in striking range come the final. Exactly. That's, I'm just going to have to keep rolling it this way. Well, your seventh round is going to be in film. Uh, Paul, what do you think Luke knows about movies? I'm pretty sure he's pretty good with them. Um, <clears throat> I may or may not have uh, taken a taken notes on his learned league uh, rankings beforehand. So I think he's, he's, he's a seven sixty, I think something like that in film. So, so yeah, he's getting 10 on that. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. I did not, I did not take copious notes. I cannot quote your stat lines, but I was, I was scouting you a little bit this morning. So. <laughs> and uh, Luke, what about for Paul? 10 is what, fine. What did the scouting report say? 10, Ten, okay. ten is fine. Yeah, Paul Paul is much like me. He knows a, a good variety of topics. Um, you know, we don't necessarily have deep, deep knowledge on everything, but we know a little about everything and then a lot about a few things. No, I am I am the same way minus one category. And, and for Learned League stats, like outside of math, which is should be high for me, I am pretty smooth across the board. I don't have a lot of ebbs and flows. So Math is by far my worst. Yep, just... Good utility trivia players. It's yep, true. Yep. Hey, a good team a, needs a couple of them. There's a market for that. Yeah, yep. exactly. Alrighty. Well, Paul, um, here's uh, here's your question. What was the name of the Beatles' first feature film? Oh, uh, what came first? The male did. chicken. I mean, the rooster. <laughs> the rooster came first. Uh, help and then the chicken was left night. highly unsatisfied. <laughs> help, hard day's night. Help, hard day's night. Help, hard day's night. Um, I am good. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, I think the poster for Help said something about it, about it being their first feature film. Uh, the hard day's night was black and white. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just going to go help. Well, you help! Need some help on that question. <sighs> it was a hard day's night. <sighs> oh, okay. Well. It's okay. It happens yep. to the best of us and you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luke. For what 1994 film did Steven Spielberg win his first directing Oscar? 94. I This early 90s run, I get them all mixed around. I'm going to say Schindler's List, though. Well, if you're making a list of uh, Spielberg movies that might have won a directing Oscar, Schindler's List should be at the top of it, because that was his first win. Cool. 
Yep. And uh, this is a nice throwback to the original iteration of this show like five years ago. Um, I I wrote a series of movie questions and my hint for them was the answer is not Schindler's List. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you pick up 20 there. That one hurts. Paul, you got three. You got three questions left. Yep. We can see what happens here. Your next category is in furniture. Furniture. Yes, I wrote a furniture category. (laughs) Is there a a learnedly learnedly category for furniture? I don't think so. No, I mean, that would probably be lifestyle. (laughs) Uh, Luke, what do you think Paul knows about furniture? He's sitting on a chair. Yeah, yes. uh, And and so... uh, of course, but I, he's, he, I'm going to go back to, he's a pretty handy guy in case this is like a carpentry question. I'm going to, I'm going to give him the 10. I said his name was Paul, not Jesus. God. <laughs> yes. All right. Paul, what about for Luke? Oh, really debating if I should take the chance here. I, th- okay. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I'm, I'm in big trouble, so let's, let's roll the dice on a 20. Are you in Little China? <laughs> I'm in my living room. Oh, is your little, 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 little brick little township? <laughs> Big trouble in Little Brick. That's a good one. Oh, that's a good show title right there. <laughs> that is a good one. I like that a lot. Paul, you might not win the game, but you won the show title. Hey. All right. So let's see. We're on an even. So Luke, your question. The Billy bookcase is the most commercially successful piece of furniture of all time, having sold more than 110 million units. What company sells this bookcase? I've got two of them in my house. I believe this is Ikea. This is, in fact, Ikea. Yeah, it's never a good thing when your opponent starts nodding at the third word. (laughs) (laughs) I, too, have a bookcase. Um, Yeah. See, I love I love this because it's like they're only <laughs> it's the only like piece of furniture they have where you can actually like pronounce the name. Yeah, there's no umlauts or, or crossed out O's or anything like that. Yeah, it's perfect. I've always been a fan of the uh, the Malm furniture line, but hey. Um, all right, Paul. Speaking of IKEA, as of 2020, they were only the number two furniture seller in the U.S. Ikea falls closely behind this re- retailer, though I do not think there is any association with a famous twin. With a famous twin. Now, anytime you ask, you know, the number one retailer in anything, my default is always, okay, it's going to be Walmart. Um, a f- famous twin. Um, furniture retailer with Famous twin name, Williams. Uh, oh, criminy. Well, this, you know what? Like the 1830s? You're saying criminy? Jesus. <laughs> I'm an old soul. Uh, and I'm also utterly screwed because I have nothing on this. And I've already shot myself in the foot going 20 on him. I am just getting buried here. So I'm going to say Walmart and take my punishment. Well, you are going to take your punishment. The twins we were looking for were the Olsen twins because it's Ashley Home Stores. Okay. 
Makes sense. Never would have gotten there. There's it's an okay. Ashley like maybe 10 minutes away here, but that's no, no, never would have. You got one 10 minutes from you as well? I think so. They're, Are they're you big. in my house, Paul? <laughs> maybe. The call is coming from inside the house. As is the nightstand. <laughs> the Malm nightstand. <laughs> right next to the Billy bookcase. <laughs> right. All right. Your ninth category tonight is going to be an author's. Uh, Paul, what do you think Luke knows about authors? Uh, what was I just his? want to point out a couple twenties could actually do you good here. I, I, you know, well, I am very, very close to being tripled up. Um, but I remember his literature was one of his lower ones, so I'm gonna have to go twenty now. Ooh, things are getting interesting here. And Luke, what about for uh, for Sir Paul? I do not remember Paul's literature category uh, and having one twenty, putting two twenties into one category seems foolish. So I'm going to say 10. All right. See one man's foolish is another man's interesting. Oh, it would be interesting for sure. <laughs> Gutsy. Gutsy. Sure. All right. Well, Paul, this author had a publisher bet him that he could not write a book using only 50 words. Well, he lost that bet, and I can guarantee you have read the book, but whether you like it is a different story. Uh, that was Dr. Seuss, right? It was Dr. Seuss, and it was Green Eggs and Ham. Mm -hmm. Hence the like it being in there. Very I do like but it. sweet. All right, so you pick up at least 10 points here. Let's see if you get 20. Luke. This author, whose 1964 book has now been adapted into multiple films, served as a Royal Air Force fighter pilot during World War II. Perhaps that's why his stories are a bit odd. Can you read that one more time? Yeah. This author, whose 1964 book has now been adapted into multiple films, served as a Royal Air Force fighter pilot during World War II. Perhaps that's why his stories are a bit odd. I don't know if the odd is like an odd job James Bond reference. I don't. That would be quite clever. It's not. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be fully honest with you because I wish it was because that is fucking gem. Uh, so I don't. I, I'm between Ian Fleming and and Joseph Heller who did Catch Twenty Two. I'm not even sure if either of them are right. So let's uh, let's say Ian Fleming because that was my initial gut. Well, your initial gut. Yep, Paul's got it. Oh, I knew that. It's uh, oh, it's Paul. rolled all. Good job. So, Paul, you're back in it now. Yes, indeed. Eighty heading into the final uh, regular regulation category. Uh, that's going to be in gambling. I had to do a gambling question oh. because, frankly, we're all in the same poker group. Yeah. We're three degenerates over here, and. Uh, Luke, what do you think Paul knows about gambling? He's done it once or twice. He he has, uh, and I'm not I'm not going to try to open the door any further. I I blew that last one. I knew that as soon as mm, I'm I'm frustrated. Uh, ten points here. All right, ten points. And Paul, what about for our friend Luke? Yeah, I, I wrote down ten for both of us before. <laughs> as soon as you said gambling, I was like, "Yep, okay, we're going ten each here." Well. Here's a here's a little ironic thing for you, Luke, starting off here. While James Bond is known for playing Baccarat, the average American doesn't know anything about this French casino game. 
As a result, Baccarat was replaced with what in 2006's Casino Royale? Uh, one of my favorite rewatchable movies. Uh, I believe, I mean, you're going to, I think they were playing Texas Hold'em uh, if you need something more specific than poker. Texas Hold'em is a correct answer. All right, Paul. No matter what, you're still technically in it because you guys wagered 10. So right now he's sitting at 150 and you're at 80. If you get this right, you got 90. If you if you get this wrong, you can at least pull off a tie still. Yep. All right. The founder of what Tennessee-based company took the last $5,000 of his struggling company's money to Vegas and won enough money to pay off their outstanding bills? Today, the company is known worldwide, but is not affiliated with any governments. Um. Oh, I know this story. It's one of my favorite business stories. And it's one of the big, uh, one of the big shipping ones, and it is FedEx. It is FedEx. The clue is in there. They're not affiliated with any governments. Good job, Paul. So we finished regulation with a score of 90 to 150. Uh, So it's still technically anyone's game. All right. So, Paul, your final category was in 80s hair metal. (laughs) And uh, Luke, yours was in original Nicktoons. We're going to start with original Nicktoons. Uh, Luke... Do you need our Everyone wagers? knows. Do you need our wagers? Oh, yeah. I need wagers. Wow. Sorry. I've only had one coffee so far today, guys. Send me some wagers. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm still trying to calculate the best way to go about doing this. Is there a chat here? Do you want me to text you? What do you want me to do? Uh, you can just shoot me a, a message. Okay. Paul's making me do math. Luke's making me do math. <laughs> Joke's on both of you. I have a calculator. Oh, what, are you going to cal- carry a calculator around with you wherever you go? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, I am. Take that, fourth grade teachers. Oh, good. My mental math was correct, but I like to always double check it. All right. So now we're going to actually ask you your final questions because uh, I have your wagers now. Thank you guys for knowing my game better than me. <laughs> so we're starting off with original Nicktoons, Luke. Everyone knows the beat's biggest song was Killer Tofu. I just need you to finish the lyric. If you're feeling kind of cruddy, just stick right by your buddy and don't eat too much. Nice little throwback. Oh, a really good one. I'm not going to get it. I Killer Tofu. Um... Can you can you give me the lyric stem one more time? Just I'm so bad at lyric questions. Yeah, no worries at all. If you're feeling kind of cruddy, just stick right by your buddy and don't eat too much blank. I don't even have a guess. Oh, brutal. I got to hope that Paul misses. I'm I'm just gonna pass. I don't even know. All right, great question. Mm-hmm. Pressure's on me now. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I was hoping you'd take like five seconds longer because I'm chewing candy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Paul. 
on the Rugrats, twins Phil and Lil have what last name? <clears throat> they are the Pickles family. Oh, crud, wait a minute. They're not, but they're... Mm. I got I to yeah. take what you said. Yeah, yeah. no, no. I, even if... Uh, even if I had thought about them not being pickles, I wouldn't have any idea. All right. Well, we're going to move on to our 80s hair metal. And Paul, you're going to go first in this. And who doesn't want to hear Paul talk dirty to them? <laughs> uh, Paul, finish the lyric. Because baby will be at the drive-in in the old man's Ford behind the bushes blank. <clears throat> Till I'm screaming for mow, 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 mow. I mean, I would have just taken Till I'm screaming for more, but yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll put that down as your answer. And Luke, Poison only had one song reach number uh, reach the top of the Hot 100. What song was it? And no, it was not about botany. The only Poison song I can name is and I, is it a Poison song? I'm going to say every rose has its thorn, but it, you, you clued away from it. So he clued right into it. I mean, the song is not about botany. Yeah. I mean, my answer is every rose has its thorn. Every rose has its thorn. All right. Well, we'll go back over our answers. Uh, let's see here. Could get interesting since, uh, in Nicktoons, you both got it wrong. Mm. The Beats biggest hit, Killer Tofu, and Don't Eat Too Much Fried Food. Oh, yep. All right. Yeah. I don't get how fried food rides with rhymes with tofu, but hey, the Beats uh, have some creative liberties there. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't figure out if I was rhyming with cruddy and buddy or, or, or tofu, and uh, it just wasn't, but... You're right. Oh, man. No worries. And uh, apparently twins Phil and Lil liked to uh, kidnap and skin Dalmatians because their last name was DeVille. That was, Phil a, and Lil that was a really DeVille. tough one, too. That was that was a really deep cut, and I liked it. Oh, no worries. <sighs> and heading into our 80s uh, hair metal. Paul, you got it right 100% till I'm screaming for more. And uh, Every Rose Has Its Thorn was the correct answer uh-huh. there. The song is not about botany. No, it's not. <laughs> um, it's a metaphor, man. It's a fucking <laughs> metaphor. All right. So it's going to come down to wagers here. Um, potentially. Who knows? Uh, Luke, let's find out what you wagered first. Uh, you went into this with 150. I wagered just enough to cover Paul in case he doubled up. I wagered 31. So you made the smart bet instead of the ballsy one. So you will finish with an insurmountable 119. Paul, just for shits and gigs, what did you wager? I wagered, what did I wager? 81. Mm. So you will finish with nine. So with a final score and a brand new t-shirt heading his way as soon as it arrives to me on the 12th. That would be Luke, number two in my heart from Gurney. Uh, with one nineteen to number nine. I was, Sorry, Gary is Gary's just been a teammate of mine multiple times. I now. I, w- I don't begrudge you that one bit. Like I said, <laughs> I'll I'll take second best in that category every time. Perfect. Well, I'm going to give you both an opportunity to plug something on your way out here, or just you know have a message for the people, uh, Paul. Since you're our loser, 
you will go first. That's what you get for leaving New Jersey, Paul. Yeah. Well, I'll have to say that between today and the unofficial secret didn't really happen game of throwback trivia tape da- takedown <laughs> that that did not happen last Friday, uh, in which Luke beat me there, I clearly have a new trivia nemesis and will rest at nothing until I destroy him. Well, then I'm going to suggest, and I know Tim and Chris are listening to this, I'm thinking these guys have to go head to head on pub trivia experience and just, you know, Ooh. keep making the rounds and going head to head. So, uh, Chris, Tim, make that happen. Or, you know, since they're kind of frenemies, Tim, your new show Frenemy is out out there. Maybe uh, have them on some Frenemy. Frenemy? And, uh, I haven't heard that yeah. one. Ooh. Um I wasn't able to find it on Apple Podcasts yet, but uh, I know they I know they put it on Spotify. So go look up Frenemy Trivia on Spotify. It's a solid game. I'm on the first episode. So nice, uh, nice little self promotion there. Uh, Luke, <laughs> what have you got to say on your way out? Our champion. So I I I'm a broken record on this stuff, but this is how I justify to my wife that I I keep hopping on these podcasts and and donating to Patreons and such is that I, I cause you're a trivia whore. Uh, yes, but a trivia whore that uh, promotes her nonprofit, which is called, uh, keeping families covered. Uh, they are a diaper bank in the Northern Illinois area. They, uh, provide diapers and period supplies and other products to women and families in need. Uh, please, 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 please donate. If you're able, keeping families covered.org, uh, they're like the second best KFC, just like I'm the second best Gurney trivia player. And it's great. I, I mean, I don't know about that because I mean, I don't know. I feel like KFC used to be better than they are. I agree too. I don't, I, I don't know when that change exactly happened, but I used to prefer KFC to Popeye's. And these days I prefer Popeye's to KFC. I'm a Popeye's guy. I, I would love, love to try Popeyes. Popeyes. There's zero. Uh, the only thing we have around here is KFC, at least for fast food chicken. Yeah. But we have good independent chicken places in town. Donate so. now. Well, I don't mind if I do. Their uh, their website is very handy for making a donation. Yeah, I mean that <laughs> that that is that is the goal, right? So they they uh, they raise eighty percent of what they give away just from donations and grants, um, which is a big lift and. They That's give awesome. away they give away almost one hundred and fifty thousand diapers a month. Uh, wow! That's and that's awesome. just to Paul. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they do give away adult diapers too. That that is included in that number. So it's 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 a pretty great organization that's been growing over the last five years, and I'm super super proud of it. All right. Well, Nerdoff has just made their donation. Much appreciated. So everyone out there listening, uh, please go out and make that donation. It's a great cause. Like, listen, no matter where you fall on your ideologies, who doesn't want to put diapers on a baby, right? All right. Diapers on a baby that are not covered by any federal assistance programs. So that's a, another big reason for it. So uh, that is that is very awesome. All right. Well, thank you both for joining us today. And uh, because this episode will be easier to edit than the tag team episode that I already recorded. Uh, this one will be coming out uh, today. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you for joining me in my little reindeer games. And Luke, I have your info since you're a Patreon. So as soon as the shirt comes in, it'll be heading your way. Oh, you can send it Paul's way. That's fine. Let, let, let him enjoy it. Uh-uh. No, he, no, because if he sends it to me, it'll just be rubbing it in. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's Aww. fair. I, I don't want to do that either. All right. Paul I appreciate doesn't like it. to That's... rub one in. He likes to rub one <laughs> out. Hey, <laughs> yes, yes, of course. 
All right. Thank you very much, guys. It's good to see you guys. Hit the thank you. That's it for this episode of Nerd Off. Tune in next week. Same nerd time, same nerd channel.